You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. So this episode is all about holiday budgeting. And in a year where we know that some may be experiencing just some extreme financial difficulties, we want to be sensitive to that fact. So we will talk about how we usually handle the financial side of the holidays, as well as just give some tips for saving money around the holidays, especially this year. So how do you typically handle holiday budgeting in your family? All right. I feel like this is a situation where I want to tell you how ideally it happens. And then I'm going to tell you what happens in real life. I'm going to share. Yeah. Disclaimer. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So, um, and just in general, I think we do pretty well, but I think we could improve here. So anyway, what we aspire to do, um, and we do actually have a separate checking account that is just for Christmas spending. We instituted that maybe, uh, you know, a few years ago. And so the plan is we have budgeted a little bit each month that goes into this account so that when Christmas comes around, we've already saved up everything we need for Christmas. So, Mm -hmm. and I would say, ideally, yes, ideally. And I would say we always have some in there heading into Christmas, but often it's like during the year, we needed that new dishwasher. We needed car repairs. It's just kind of like sometimes that Christmas savings is, you know, the thing that has to be tapped during the month when things come up. So, so just kind of depending on our saving and spending from the year, um, it depends on how we're heading into Christmas and, So I will say that it seems like it's often the case that we will carry a little bit of a credit card bill into January, which then we will pay off, which usually we don't like to, we only like to put things on our credit card and we're going to pay it off right away. So, okay. So that happens. Um, Also just kind of logistical side, I will say that I do just about all of the gift planning and buying, even for most Mm -hmm. of the family on Chris's side. Um, Mm -hmm. So I feel like what's happened in the past that we've had to have conversations around is that I would like plan and buy a gift and stick to the budget that we talked about, like line item gift, gift budget. And then like at the last minute, Chris would be like, oh, I really want to get this for like my niece or nephew and buy something that was like way beyond the budget. And then on top of what I had already bought. Right. right. And it was like, I love the spirit of gift giving. I love, but I would feel very frustrated because I felt like, well, I was like sticking to this like $35 budget and was really thoughtful. And then you went and bought this big thing, you know? Right. And so that's just been a place where we've had conversations over the years. And so I think kind of where we've landed is this like kind of middle ground where we try to save throughout the year and like prepare ahead of time so that it doesn't Mm -hmm. like super impact our finances in December and January. But also I buy the gifts. I try to be very thoughtful about, you know, not overspending, but I'm buying gifts for, you know, all the people that we've agreed we're buying gifts for. I try not Mm -hmm. to buy super expensive things. And that's like kind of just our Christmas budget. I would say. Yeah. And, okay. and I definitely want to acknowledge that that is possible because we can afford it. And it's, that is definitely a privilege. And I think right. it's become become that way, like over the years, as our income has increased, that it's kind of like we can stress a little bit less about the Christmas right. budget because of that. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, I will preface this with this story, which I probably told before, but like 
literally one of our biggest fights our first year married was over Christmas spending. And I was so excited because I was like, okay, we both have real jobs, Mm -hmm. you know, out of college, we both have real jobs. We, you know, we, they weren't amazing. We were bringing home a ton of money, but but it felt like, yeah, grown up money. And, um, we had this tiny little apartment and I would just come home with like, you know, I'd be gone all day on a Saturday and just come home with bags and bags, but like really well thought out. I wasn't Mm -hmm. spending an insane amount, but I was just so excited to be like, you know, getting all of these gifts and stuff. And Jeremiah every time would be like stressed out when I got home and just like, Mm -hmm. what did you get now? And what, you know, and we didn't think about like, oh, we should talk about a budget and Mm -hmm. set aside money and all of that. We just didn't think about that. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, well, this is how I always do it, but I have more money to do it with now. (laughs) And so I just have this vivid memory of like dropping all my bags (laughs) in the middle of the like hallway of our little apartment and just sobbing hysterically and being like, I never would have married you if I knew you hated Christmas. (laughs) This is not going to work. Like Just this whole dramatic fight. And, you know, and, and in his mind, it was just stressing him out. We mm. did have the money for what I was doing. I wasn't overspending, right. but I, we hadn't communicated about it. So right. that is, I think, like the the big lesson is that everything yes. around money becomes a lot less stressful when you over communicate mm-hmm. about it. And so, you know, it was very much stressing him out to see money just like right. coming out with no plan for like, when right. does it end? Where, right. are, we, where right. are we headed with this? And um so that so from that kind of over a few years, this was definitely an you know an evolution in our marriage and in our budget, again of being privileged enough to have the extra funds to do it, and then having some conversations about it. It it works really well for us to also just set aside a budget mm-hmm. and physically move the money over mm-hmm. into, like it ends up being my personal checking account mm-hmm. since I'm the one who also mm-hmm. ends up procuring most of the gifts. Right. So. Um, what we do is we just have money come out of checks like all year long into more of a short-term savings mm-hmm. that is kind of our slush fund for everything. Mm-hmm. So like repairs, car stuff, you know, and then knowing that Christmas is going to come out of that. And so then we kind of assess that going into like November mm-hmm. and see where we're at and talk about like what a fair budget would be mm-hmm. um, and then physically move that money mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. so that it's just like, mm-hmm. it doesn't stress Jeremiah to see it right. trickling out of the checking account <laughs> right. all month long. Yes. And it, it really is actually very, I know people say this and other people roll their eyes, but it's very freeing to have a budget to work with. Yes. It's counterintuitive. Even if it's a small one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, I mean, the budget has grown as our income has grown, like I said, but even when it's a very small budget, it makes you feel like, okay, I can work with this. Mm-hmm. I have this, the freedom with this money to do, you know, what I see fit Mm -hmm. and like I can um, be creative in how I spend it. And so that just, that just really, really helps. Yep. Um, Okay. So it's one thing to make a budget (laughs) and another thing to stick to it as you alluded to. (laughs) Uh So any general ideas on how to make a holiday budget actually work and then stick to it? Well, I think the first thing is just the act of making a budget. And what I what I mean by this for Christmas, so this this is what I do, and you can do this by hand, you could do this on the computer. Um, list out every single person that you plan to buy for, including things like gifts for teachers. And 
I think what catches a lot of us off guard are is the additional holiday spending. Like if you buy a live Christmas tree, tickets to a Christmas event that you always mm-hmm. go to, a charitable donation, the Christmas tips that you want to get. Like try to make a, a really exhaustive list of really everything that you want to spend on at the holidays. And mm-hmm. then, you know, assign little budgets for that, whether it's $20 here, $10 there, $100 there. I think that... It's very hard. You can't stick to a budget if you don't actually have a budget. Then you'll always feel like you're overspending. Like I think a lot of us might just kind of go into it feeling like don't spend too much. But if you haven't. But what does that mean? Exactly. If you haven't defined Mm -hmm. that, you're probably always going to feel like you've spent too much. So Mm -hmm. anyway, just for me, that's been really helpful. I do keep a Google spreadsheet and it and it is just as simple as it sounds. Like on mm-hmm. the left-hand side, I have listed out every single person that we buy for. I mm-hmm. include um, the boys' different teachers for the year and I will include a spot for like, here's the tips that I give. Here's how much a live Christmas tree costs because we do that. And so anyway, I think just getting a snapshot in the first place mm-hmm. Um it's really helpful. And then you can assess from there. Like if that amount is too much, if if that doesn't feel comfortable, Mm -hmm. then you start seeing like, okay, well, can we spend a little less? Or can we Mm -hmm. do something like propose secret Santa among this, among family instead of buying for all of the adults? Um, And then also, I think you could see if I do think it really, really helps to set aside a little bit of money every month, then you could see, look, we could spread the cost of Christmas across the next 12 months. Like, and and if we really do do just this amount, look, look what we could have to spend at the end of um you know next year so right that you might not even miss monthly yes exactly exactly Mm -hmm. and and I think like like we've both alluded to even stepping farther back and just like having those conversations what feels comfortable to each of you if you have a partner Mm -hmm. of spending at Christmas and that that could feel really different to the two of you and so just Mm -hmm. being able to talk about that because like for you and this is the case for me too gift giving is that expression of love and I see you and appreciate you Mm -hmm. and I notice that I think you would really love this whereas for other people gift giving might not feel important and it might all feel kind of like spending too much money. And so just being able to talk about that, then hopefully you can try to see the other person's point of view. Like, okay, I see that gift giving is important to you, but I don't want to spend too much. So how can we kind of like come to a budget that we both feel comfortable about? Yeah. And I think it's like anything else too. I will say like Jeremiah has changed a lot in this Mm. regard too of like, seeing it more my way Mm -hmm. and really getting more enjoyment himself out of Mm -hmm. gifts because he just didn't grow up with Mm -hmm. it being as big of a deal. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, oh, as long as we structure it this way, like he's actually like the Santa of us now that just wants to like kind of go overboard Yeah, sometimes. And I'm like, no, I have my budget that we put in my account, (laughs) you know? So it's just, it's, I I don't think that it's quite as static Mm -hmm. as we think it is sometimes if we're able to have honest conversations. Um, Yeah, for me, I... I think it is important, like you said, decide what is actually included in that budget. Mm-hmm. Is this budget just for gifts? Mm-hmm. And then we're going to take all the extras out of like our monthly income. Mm-hmm. Or do we really need to stick to this for like everything? Right. Um, and if so, then we might need to add a little more mm-hmm. or we might need to mm-hmm. decide which one of these things is our priority. Um, also deciding how strict that budget is. Yeah. I think that that's something is this like, because I think you can look at budgets lots of different ways. Like, is this a 
guideline mm. and this is all the extra we have set aside and we can also dip into regular you know mm. monthly budget or is this like no this is every red cent we have to spend yeah. on this you know because we talked about it even just yesterday we were talking about ours and i said okay i just want to make sure like are your family's gifts coming out of here what mm. all am i budgeting for mm-hmm. and then he was like you know he's he did say like how I'm looking at this is this is what we took out of savings mm-hmm. to put towards the majority of Christmas. And then if we, you know, get it all bought and then we're like, you know, it would really round out mm-hmm. this gift for the girls mm-hmm. is this, you know, exciting thing. Mm-hmm. Or we think of something that we hadn't thought of, then we do have room to mm-hmm. take that out of our just like regular yeah. spending. So, right. you know, but I think that if even though we've been doing this for a few years, if I hadn't had that conversation, mm-hmm. there's a lot of potential misunderstanding there because I might be thinking yeah. like, oh, I don't want, you know, I found this really cool thing, but it's over budget and right. I don't want to ask or, you right. know, just so. Yeah. And well, I having mean, those conversations. Really year to year, financial situations can change sometimes yep. really significantly. So you really do yep. need to be having those conversations, even if the income was the same year to year. Yeah. It might've been a year that you had to buy a new car or like replace yeah. that appliance. So just, um, yeah, checking in on those things. And like maybe three nieces got added to right. the family exactly. or, you know, exactly. all kinds of things yes. that you just don't think about um and yeah just keeping track like making a plan Mm. and keeping track as you go so it doesn't just feel like this Mm -hmm. runaway train Mm -hmm. um i have a google spreadsheet too that's just a table with every person in it the budgeted amount Mm -hmm. um and then i also put like ideas i have for them Mm -hmm. in one column and then what i actually bought so i kind of keep track of that and i keep it from year to year yes so that i don't also give that person the same thing every year when they're hard (laughs) to buy for yes um and then a column, this is my favorite column. I don't know why, but it's a column that I just fill in with a color for mm. how close to being done with that person <gasps> I am. A color-coded column? Erica. Yes. So oh my it's just gosh. Re- I just fill it in red if they're completely done. Oh like I'm my done gosh. shopping for them. Yellow if I have some things, but I'm not done yet. Okay. And green if I need to like get on it. Erica. So it's just really nice to like, I know, this is the most organized I am. I want to reach through the, the computer me. and kiss your face. <laughs> this is really i mean holiday erica is her best is the best version of erica this is this Um, is yeah this is a whole different side of you i love it it's the magic the magic of christmas that just brings (laughs) out like your most organized self i love it it really does it's my best mobbing i do my best mobbing during the holidays it's just my best oh my gosh Um, but it's really nice actually because you can feel very overwhelmed especially if you have a big family and you're just like oh my gosh i haven't even yes started shopping and you're like oh wait Mm -hmm. I already, especially if you start to get things early and you kind of forget about them, Mm -hmm. it's just nice to be able to see at a glance, like how far along on your shopping that you are. And it is so satisfying when they're all ready. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love this so much. I am adding that column. I need to add a column. Yes, I'm doing that. (laughs) Um, The other thing I will say helps is to have kind of a gift plan, like a template. Mm. So And what I mean by this is like, maybe you think of like, for instance, for us this year, for all of um, like extended family, like our siblings and their families, Mm -hmm. the kids are getting books Mm -hmm. because I have so many good book Mm -hmm. uh, ideas floating through my head right now with homeschooling Mm -hmm. and looking at that all the time. Kids are getting books and then they're getting 
a family gift card to somewhere Mm -hmm. hopefully local to help Mm -hmm. support like local businesses too that's kind of a favorite of theirs Mm -hmm. and then that's just like I love it that's like the template so then it helps you it helps you stick to budget but Mm -hmm. it also really just helps you in your planning and not being like uh, then that way you can just kind of plug in like, okay, well, yep. this nephew gets a book about Sonic the Hedgehog yep. because that's what he loves, mm-hmm. but you can still personalize it, mm-hmm. but it's, um, I don't know. It just helps you in your thinking I love about it. I, I love that. I often kind of do that for it's like, here's kind of the, yeah, idea that I'm having for the women in my life, my sister, my mm-hmm. mom, my mother-in-law, you know, it's like this favorite beauty item plus another little something. So I, yeah. I love that. I think we overthink it sometimes mm-hmm. like it has to be this grand unique idea mm-hmm. for everybody mm-hmm. but it's like oh I like I had the the realization the other day that the books I got for one 13 year old niece the other 13 year old niece right. would probably <laughs> like too so just get two yes, sets exactly like they're not at the same holiday to open it it doesn't yep. really matter mm-hmm. so okay so along with everything else mm-hmm. travel and social plans for the holidays this year I think people may be having a hard time navigating Um, some tricky conversations Mm -hmm. with family Mm -hmm. uh, around gift giving due to budget this year. Um, So any suggestions for how to handle those talks that can just be really sensitive? Yeah, I think the first one, letting people know as early as possible. Um, Yeah. Like when, when we have things that feel a little difficult um, to talk about, we often put them off and that's Mm -hmm. just going to make it harder and harder. When I have to talk to someone about something a little bit tricky, I love to write myself a little script and actually practice it. That just helps me going in. And then I can, if I'm on the phone, I can even be like kind of looking at the script right in front of me. Or of course, like just depending on how you communicate with family, you could do it in an email. I think, yeah, you know, um, yeah. I would just say, just make, make sure it doesn't come across as passive aggressive. I just feel like sometimes emails, I don't think that it would come across that yeah. way, but you know, things can be a little bit tricky. So just like sometimes in trying to be nice, we should right. quote it to the point where it sounds passive aggressive yeah. instead of being like direct. Right. Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So just like be aware of that if you're doing it in email. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just thinking like a little sample script was something like our Christmas budget is a little bit smaller this year. So we're going to plan to only buy gifts for our family slash the kids in the family slash buy smaller gifts this year just something like really really simple like that yep um and then finally advice that my mom told me years ago that applies to so many things but don't feel guilty if you haven't done anything wrong and spending less at the holidays that is totally at responsible (laughs) responsible totally at your discretion it does not mean that you're being less festive it doesn't mean that you're doing christmas wrong so work to not take on guilt that should not be there if that's what you need to do. I love that. Yeah. um, I would say being super honest, Mm -hmm. I think uh, like you were saying, I think it can come, I think in our attempts to not hurt feelings and stuff, sometimes we actually just make it worse Mm -hmm. because we're not just being really direct. Like, Hey, you know, my husband lost his job this year or whatever it might be. Like, we're just going to need to cut back Mm -hmm. and just be matter of fact about it. Honest and matter of fact. Mm -hmm. Um, And then focus on what in, in talking to people, focus on what you will be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So instead of like, like you in your example was great. Like we're just going to be buying kids, you know, mm-hmm. kids gifts or whatever, instead of just like, we can't afford anything. We, right. Like 
instead of focusing on the negative and then what you will not be doing, mm-hmm. because I think that's then when people feel that disappointment, mm-hmm. um, just focusing on what you have decided you will be doing. Mm-hmm. It also leaves a lot less open for negotiation. Yeah, totally. It's just like, mm-hmm. nope, this is just what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then also not focusing on making that about what others should or shouldn't do. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we want to just like, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater. And if we can't afford gifts, then nobody should be exchanging gifts and gifts are stupid anyways. Mm-hmm. And really, like you said, that could be a lot of people's love language. And if they still would like to, um, you know, gift to your family, I think that that is fine. You can definitely, you know, um, gently suggest maybe we could do names or a family gift exchange. Mm-hmm. But like we found, we tried that one year um, with our siblings and we've actually found that just like everybody doing what they can that year mm-hmm. or felt feel called to do especially since we're usually long distance and just send a little something or don't Mm -hmm. actually feels better than Mm -hmm. like contriving this thing for us and so I I think it's definitely very individual to every family but being honest and direct focusing Mm -hmm. on the positive Mm -hmm. and then focusing on yourselves and what you are or aren't going to do and not trying to like um, legislate anybody else's mm-hmm. holiday mm-hmm. I think is important because that could be really taking taking an opportunity off somebody else's plate to bless your family too if you are having a hard year yeah. you know mm-hmm. um, I've really enjoyed being able to give to people and so that's part of it too mm-hmm. um, okay so what are some of your favorite just overall money saving tips for the holidays like any great no or low cost gift or activity ideas. Okay. Maybe we can just each kind of go back and forth and share three or four. Okay. I, mine are really in the category of gift ideas or places to get gifts. Um, my first one, this will come as no surprise to anyone, but it is Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know that not everyone lives near a Trader Joe's, but if you live within driving distance, um, if even if there's not one right in your town, the holidays is a great time to go. I just think anytime I'm there around the holidays, they have so many great, like just special little foods, little things that like lotions that are already packaged as like a little gift. And I mean, we are mm-hmm. just talking like under $15. I mean, you could get totally. a, a great little gift for probably $10 or less. Um, so anyway, that's that's definitely one of mine. Okay. And food just makes a great gift oh, yeah. in general. Yes. Um, I think there's, yeah, so many, you know, low cost ideas at like the, the usual, the looking at lights and just mm-hmm. like crafting mm-hmm. and that kind of thing for general merriment. Yeah. But, um, I think a big thing is that I have found is there's, if you love this fine and if it's in the budget fine, but the, a big money saver is there's no need for professional photography for Christmas cards. Mm, I agree. We haven't done that I, for years. Yeah. You know, we haven't the last couple years. It felt really good to do it when we first became a family because mm-hmm. it felt like this thing we had kind of been missing out on mm-hmm. and got to do. But I think it's really better even if you if you want to do a professional shoot to not do it around the holidays mm-hmm. because you're already spending the extra money on the cards True. and the postage and all of the gift giving around the holidays. Mm-hmm. So use a cute, you know, snapshot that you take, set up your self timer, mm-hmm. do it at the Christmas tree lot, mm-hmm. like whatever. I, I've actually enjoyed those cards more the last couple of years, mm-hmm. just doing, you know, a selfie yeah, and something cute like that. So 
that is that is a tip that you do, that doesn't have to be that way just because we're kind of trending that way as a society. <laughs> and I will say something really helpful to get family photos just throughout the year or to take that holiday photo on your own, get one of these phone holders. It will clip on to something and then has like a long bendy arm and then will hold your mm-hmm. phone and you can set it to self timer and take your family photos that way. I have taken photos throughout the year with that and that is what I'm using for my holiday photos. Yeah. Yeah. The phones take really great pictures. They too. really do. They really <laughs> like do. We don't, it's, it's come a long way. So, okay. My um, next kind of gift idea is like a collection of some of your favorite things, but give yourself a limit anywhere from five to $20. This is what mm-hmm. we do for our book club, like holiday mm-hmm. gift exchange. We have a $15 limit and it's just your favorite things. And mm-hmm. I just think you would be surprised at the number of favorite things that just like that you love or that make your life better that actually don't cost that much. Um, some of the things I've seen exchanged at our book club, favorite things like a favorite favorite mascara, um, a pair of earrings, a calendar, just like things like Mm -hmm. that, that, um, yeah, just when you look through like in your life and find those and put like a couple together, it's just like, these are things that I really love. And I think you'd love them too. Yeah. I love that. Um, another one for me is books. Mm, Books can be very inexpensive. Um, I mean, Amazon, I think all season has had like buy, three, get one free or Mm. buy two, get one free or something like that. And it's just a nice way to really pass on. Again, it could be like a favorite one that you've read that you think someone would really love or like something that really goes with their interests and like lets them know that you see them, you know, that this is this is what you're into. Mm -hmm. And and really, most books are under $20. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a nice way you can also pair it with like your favorite tea Mm -hmm. or something cute to pair it with. But I think that everybody can't go wrong with books. I agree. Um, my last one is a calendar. I think this is um, just something that you can give to someone every year. It's going to be different. I mean, maybe not the same person unless you know that they love a calendar. Right. <laughs> I just love that there's different designs. So you know, you're not gifting the exact same thing to someone. And I just feel like everyone needs a calendar. And even if it's not something that it's like their favorite thing ever, like they can hang it in a bathroom or next to a desk or, you know, I don't yeah. know. I just feel like that's something and it's often under $20 and can be something that is really beautiful. Um, I love the Nikki McClure calendars. I get one every year. Mm -hmm. I'll include a link in the show notes. And I think Etsy too would just be a source for lots of cute calendars. My last one is just kind of going in that theme of taking your own family photos is just turning those into gifts. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, you don't even need to do it on one of these sites where it's kind of expensive to put it into like a weird Mm -hmm. photo cube paperweight. But just getting a frame, you know, watching for Michael's when frames go on sale 50% off and getting a really nice frame Mm -hmm. with a mat that makes it look Mm -hmm. like a bigger deal. Mm -hmm. And and what grandparent or extended family member doesn't want like an updated? Oh, yeah you know, family photo. They're Mm -hmm. always kind of on us busy moms about it. So I think that that is just a great inexpensive thing to do. You print it out at Walgreens, Mm -hmm. you spend $7 on a nice frame half off and there you go. Oh, can I give you a photo printing tip? The best place I have found to print my photos is actually at Walmart because they will print them in matte finish and it just makes them look even nicer. So that's my, that's my pro printing 
photos tip for you. Nice. Do do you get them shipped or do you have to go in said Walmart to pick them up? I think you could do both. I usually go pick them up because I'm often like, oh, I need it like right now. But I'm pretty sure they would also ship it to you. I think. Don't quote me on that. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, so for those of us who are lucky enough to find ourselves in a financially secure situation this holiday season, do you have any ideas maybe specifically about how to help out in our communities? Yeah, so I'll share the things that we're planning to do this year. Um, Tipping service professionals, which is something that we do Mm -hmm. every year, and just some of the people that... um, I make sure to remember our mail carrier. I just leave like a card and often like a little yummy food thing from Trader Joe's and maybe Mm -hmm. with a gift card or just with some cash like in our uh, mailbox. Um, Your trash and recycling person, your hairstylist, landscaper, house cleaner, regular babysitters, just any of those people that are making your life easier and better throughout the year. Yeah. Um, Also, so our boys get allowance every week and a portion of their allowance always has to go towards share. And Mm -hmm. so one of our advent calendar activities is is going to be choosing where to donate that share money. Okay. And so we'll be doing that. Um, also, I found a local, like local to Gilbert Drive, where they have just a list of, you know, personal care items and food and things like that. And so that's going to be something I'm going to um, buy kind of a collection of things. And I want to take the boys with me. Probably won't kind of be quite the experience this year, but I think we can at least drive by and drop off things supporting local families. And mm-hmm. then, um, not for this year, but in future years, I have just been kind of feeling really interested to volunteer in some capacity at a local nursing home. I know that sometimes just those are, that's a population and people that don't get a lot Mm -hmm. of visitors maybe and could use some holiday cheer. And so in the future, I would love to maybe bring some donations. And if there's a way to, you know, just spend some time there, either just me or with Mm -hmm. the kids, I would really like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so some of the things that we've done in the past and are going to continue doing this year, um, like I mentioned before, for gifts, trying to shop small business. Mm-hmm. I know it's hard right now when it's just like you can't like everything feels in. hard yeah. and you can't go. Yeah, going into shopping is hard, but even just trying to find out maybe a local favorite restaurant that, you know, your sibling loves in yeah. Nashville where they live and, mm-hmm. and supporting them with gift cards, especially right now is kind of like a little mini loan for them totally. because they're mm-hmm. getting that cash influx without the, mm-hmm. you know, having to put out any product or service. So that is huge. Um, there, people may not know this too, but all foster care organizations have basically like uh, shopping. So like when, when our girls were in care, technically we could send like a list mm. of things and our care worker would go pick out some things because not all foster families can afford yeah. to get gifts for all their foster kids. Mm-hmm. And this, so to help supplement um, their Christmas, most organizations have kind of a, a bank of things. Mm. And so they love, you know, new toys, clothes, mm-hmm. uh, winter clothing, stuff like that. So we always give back to that and we're going to definitely get the girls very involved in that this Mm -hmm. year and like physically picking out some things on Amazon Mm -hmm. at least and um, helping us go drop those off. Um, Food pantries are super, super stretched right now. Food scarcity is a real, is a real thing always, but really in this year has hit some communities very hard. So um, being more mindful of that than usual. And then just trying to find some things that maybe um, make donations as a gift too. If you have that person mm-hmm. that is hard to buy for mm-hmm. making a donation to a cause that, you know, they love is huge. Our, 
Um, my in-laws always do this for Mother's Day and Father's Day. They make a donation to the foster care agency oh. that helped us with the girls. Wow, and so, that's really and thoughtful. Just in our name and puts it in a card. And it's just really mm-hmm. a very sweet way of like honoring our parenthood. But, mm-hmm. um, you know... Mm-hmm. acknowledging yeah. the road that it took to get there. Yeah. So something like that can be super, super meaningful, actually. Okay. Any other suggestions? I think that's it for me. Make that budget. Have those tough conversations. Yeah. It makes it much more fun, I promise. Yes, much more merry. Um, and I love what you said about if you didn't do anything wrong, do not feel guilty. Yep. You don't have to have some sort of standard of perfection this year. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you know please don't go into debt for Christmas. It's yep. just not, you know, just, just an encouragement that yes. it, it will be what it will be this year and that that is okay. Yes. Um, okay. How about obsessions? What are you currently obsessed with? Okay. Since we are recording just a couple of days after Thanksgiving, this is very much on my mind. I am obsessed with my dressing recipe. I make an awesome dressing. Yes. It is so good the day of. It is so great for having leftovers. Um, I will link to it in the show notes. It's a recipe that I got out of the New York Times a couple of years ago. And really, it's pretty pretty standard, but it just Mm -hmm. works really well. Um, I do make it with uh, challah bread. So there's like a little bit of that sweetness. Mm, Yum. And and I also use um, chestnuts which I get already mm. cooked and peeled from Trader Joe's. So it's a, it's a very easy like way to add that kind of extra special ingredient, but it's really not any harder than just like Labor chopping, intensive. Yeah, chopping yeah. an onion. Um, so anyway, I enjoyed that very much on Thanksgiving. I'm still enjoying it. And next year I am making two pans of it because I did not have enough leftovers. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, we are obsessed with something in our house. It is the movie Jingle Jangle. Oh! Oh, we watched it. Yes. Oh, is it not the cutest? Yes, it's thing adorable. Ever? I mm-hmm. I just think it is like a Christmas classic. The scenery, the costumes, yep. the music. Mm-hmm. It is just amazing. Mostly black cast. The music is just so good, so catchy, like amazing dancing and these like big numbers. It's a musical. It's got a girl with science as like kind <laughs> of the base, but also how science meets imagination mm-hmm. and her sweet relationship with her grandpa and it is just the cutest thing we loved it we watched it together as a family and then the girls have watched it like two or three times I oh my think, gosh since then so oh, I love it so, I have so been good. wanting like a new like Christmas classic so I love it when it's yeah. like yes this has been done well yeah okay how about neighborhood news do you have any okay I do have a little bit of neighborhood news This is really funny because I remember sharing neighborhood news years ago, either when Dash or Cedric was a baby and talking about some other baby, like somewhere behind us at some other house, like this mysterious crying baby. I mean, only, only just mysterious because it would be like, well, my baby was down for a nap and suddenly I hear a crying baby. Oh my gosh. And I'm like on edge. And then I realize it's not my baby, but it's like... Oh my gosh. (laughs) Now my baby needs to pipe down. Yes. And so there is another mysterious crying baby. And now that the weather is nice, I will often like Maeve is down for a nap. So I'm going to go sit, you know, outside in the backyard or maybe it is after bedtime. And now we have a fire pit in the backyard. So we're sitting out there and it's like the baby is far enough away or like inside that it sounds the same amount of muffled, like 
almost yeah. as I would hear Maeve, you know, right, if right. it was like directly right behind me, I'd be like, okay, that's definitely not my baby, but it's just right. like far <laughs> enough away that I'm like, ah, is that my baby? So I just feel like I'm like always on edge. Yes. Um, and together with that, a Frisbee just hit the side of my house. <laughs> you have a lot of things flying so into the side A lot of, of things house. going on. <laughs> Related to that, I have no idea if this is the same house. Probably not because it doesn't really go along with a baby. There is a neighbor. I can't figure out which one it is. It's somewhere behind me that plays really loud music in the evenings. Like it's great weather now. So we'll have the back door, just like screen door open. And I mean, it is as if this music is just playing like (laughs) in my backyard. Okay. But here's the thing that's kind of funny about it. The other night I was like up kind of doing some Thanksgiving prep or whatever. I don't hate the music selection. So I'm kind of, I'm not exactly mad at it. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, okay, I kind of like this song, but at the same time, I wish maybe it wasn't just quite so loud and like invading my personal space, but at least right. I don't hate the music. So there's right. that. That's true. It's not like heavy metal blasting yeah. all day yeah. long. Yeah. I'm like, it's like the top hits of the day. And I'm like, all right, Taylor yeah. Swift. I mean, this is great. I mean, I could get behind this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, our neighborhood news is just a bit of an update. Okay. Our giant Christmas cactus. Oh. We have an inflatable 12-foot yeah, light-up cactus that is wearing a Santa hat. <laughs> and have you driven by to see it yet? It's been no. up for about a week I've now. Only, okay. I've only driven by in the daytime, so i got to make a nighttime oh, drive so by. So you saw him like deflated yeah. for yeah. the day. Um, so I do have to say, it is thrilling the neighborhood toddlers and preschoolers. Oh, yes. I love like, that. Like they are losing their minds when they walk past <laughs> our house. There has been more than one like little boy come past and just like, whoa, it's a big one. Like just, and Jer- we can hear them in the oh, house and Jeremiah awesome. is just grinning. Oh, he so loves big. it. He loves yeah. it. I love yeah. it. Now you're like a destination on the neighborhood, like yeah. walk through. <laughs> I love that. It is a hit with the the little ones in the neighborhood. Okay. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to bring bring the boys by to see it. There you go. Well, I think that's all we have. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us between shows on Instagram. Um, we do some Instagram live chats over there occasionally. We are High Girls Next Door. And find our Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. You can also always send us an email at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com and find the show notes for this episode and all of our archives at girlnextdoorpodcast.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Right. And I will say getting one of those like, um, what is it called? What's the arm called on the phone holder? That bendy? Is that? Anyway. Like a telescoping? mm, No, I'll just call it bendy. Okay. (laughs) Let's go with bendy. That really goes with their interests and um, I don't know, their interests. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to say that. That sounded bad. (laughs) Edit that part out.